0: You're listening to All Ears with Somewhere Soul. Welcome to the All Ears podcast. This is Josh Mason, and today I'm joined by singer-songwriter and pianist Rhea Moran. Throughout the course of the episode, we talk about life living in lockdown, Rhea's musical education, a perspective-shifting car crash, her debut EP, Moving Into The Light, her plans for the future and lots lots more. So I'm here with Ria Moran. Ria how hey. are you?
1: I'm really good. It is actually genuinely really nice to see someone else's face that isn't me or my housemates. As much <laughs> as I love them it is nice to see someone else's face. <laughs>
0: yeah what's the uh what's the setup? How many how many people? So
1: there? there's two other people in my house but I'm quite lucky because they are my friends. So we've we've kind of like I think you get a different level of comfort like through this because we're we've never we've all been very independent. I think anyone that lives in London are like so independent anyway. And then obviously now we're having to like shop together, eat together and like see each other every day. So that's been um it's been actually really nice because you do actually really get to know people even more, you know, through Mm. it. But um and then also Tess is like a musician as well. So we've been like doing nice things and singing.
0: Oh nice
1: yeah so it's been really good but it is it is pretty surreal to spend this much time like in one place for sure
0: yeah what's yeah. your um what's your sort of mood been like throughout lockdown has it been
1: hmm. actually going
0: know? one way or the other or has it been sort of peaks and troughs
1: so I feel like with me like I am I'm a very um expressive person so like I think I've actually been surprised that my mood has been actually quite quite positive I thought I'd get a bit a bit more kind of down with it, because obviously I, I'd love to be with my family, but um I couldn't really get there and safety and everything, so I thought it would be worse than it has been, but it's actually been quite lifted, and I've been laughing a lot because I've got my friends with me and but I think sometimes what I do find is that when I have a bad day it's it's like a bad day mm. It's not a great day, and then I'm worried you know I think sometimes you find that when you start feeling too much then it kind of comes out you know but then we've we've been quite good at just sort of getting on with it the day after and just being like okay that was a bad day let's just like put it to one side and you know move on with it but yeah it's tricky.
0: And creatively how's the lockdown been for you?
1: It's been interesting because I think when it when it first happened I I couldn't think of anything um I couldn't even think about singing it's really it's really weird like when it first happened I just all I wanted to do was like exercise um probably do more of the kind of like skipping in the garden and like me and my friend Tess we were like doing like loads of workout routines in in the driveway and doing like the bread making task and all that kind of thing and then I just didn't even want to think about singing and then probably like a month probably a month after that's when I started being able to and think about things again and I think that was just getting used to this like new normal really and feeling comfortable because I think in the past like when I'd I tend to write on my own when no one's in and then I think there's like I don't know whether anyone else has this but when there's a feeling of people being around you you just feel like you can't really express yourself as much maybe and as freely as you would when you're on your own maybe um so that's been interesting But then the past like week, I feel like I've been able to look at my own stuff again. So it's, it's been a very kind of like gradual, slow sort of journey really. Yeah. Mm.
0: So if we journey back then to when you first got into music, um, what were you listening to through childhood? What sort of music were you subjected to? What was around you? Mm. When did you start taking music seriously?
1: I think I, so I, pestered my mum for years about learning piano so I grew up learning classical piano um never never sang really never I, d- I always sang on my own but I always definitely was more of like a piano player um which actually makes me feel weird now saying that because I don't really see see myself as that um but yeah so I kind you don't of see
0: yourself as a piano, piano
1: player with I I don't know why but I, I I seem to I think because I respect piano the real piano I see I see them as like I feel that I'm a good accompanist for myself. Uh, I think I can write well for myself, but I have to say, when I used to do session keys, the anxiety I had about getting something wrong on stage was so high that Mm. I was always worried about. Like I'd I'd learn it so well, and I'd be like, "You're fine, you know it." And then there'd be a few moments when you think, "Like, what's happening? What's next?" And that that was kind of scary. Whereas with singing, I know I can kind of like fix it. but yeah, so I, I very much came from like a piano background. And then I went to Leeds College of Music, just kind of like stumbled in, really. And I, I always grew up listening to like R&B um, and playing classical. And, and then I, I always kind of started by playing and singing at the same time. Um, and I, I really, I was more drawn to like the songs more so than the actual genre cause my i, I kind of came from a family that didn't really play that much music in a in a funny way they they used to kind of play like Kate Bush and Depeche Mode and a c d c and we kind I kind of came from that type of family so i i I ended up seeking out female um piano player singers really to play um so yeah I'd say that more so it was it's always started with piano, really like where I got into it. Yeah. And
0: what sort of, what's sort of R&B were you listening I,
1: to? I listened to Usher. He he was like my yeah. favourite. And then Alicia Keys. Um, and then I kind of, I mean, that was like, as I was growing up, it was kind of, I, I first started with Alicia Keys and then obviously like Brian McKnight, I kind of came across his music because he because she did a cover of Never Felt This Way. Um, and that was kind of my insight into that. And I think that's what I was quite good at. I was playing and singing at the same time. So I think I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was particularly great at either, but I think when I put them together, that was where my comfort zone was. Um, But I didn't actually start writing until I got to university. Interestingly, I didn't didn't ever know how to start. I just really covered other people's music and tried to give it my little spin on it. Um, And that was my kind of way in, really.
0: Is that because did Leeds College of Music, did that awaken that songwriting in you or did you just start trying then?
1: I think I, so I actually was in a so my my fat kind of first band that I was in was like a rock band, which is really h- hilarious now, like imagining myself in that. But I I got put in this well, we kind of discovered each other like in Leeds and and we kind of did more like the Yeah 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 kind of vibe. Um and the boys were amazing. They 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 were really fun and I felt like I really kind of opened up my top line ability, but I always felt like maybe there was a gap between what I was singing and actually if it suited my, me as a person. I always felt like I was able to um top line for it and I loved it and it made me feel really empowered and strong. And then but then the the comparison to my stage persona and, and me as a person wasn't really um wasn't really kind of in sync. So I, met, I I actually did a lot of my Leeds friends, which actually are the musicians around me now, like all the musicians I play with are all from Leeds, but they all probably would have known me as the the girl in the rock band, you know? So yeah. it was quite interesting. And then after uni, I thought, okay, what did I, what do I love to do? It's funny how you can go on a massive, like long road around to like find what your, what you feel is your, you know, um, style, I guess. Yeah. Mm.
0: So who were the friends that you knew from uni? you're still collaborating with
1: like everyone so so um so, I hear
0: so many people the reason I ask I hear so many people I yeah. chat to so many artists went to Leeds
1: yeah so I live what's really like I love this story about me because it it all kind of comes around in a big circle but I live with Tess who who was actually a singer on my course and she we we studied together we never really crossed paths because I was in the rocky kind of group, and everyone kind of everyone was very independent in their own kind of um you know flat floor literally people on different flats kind of befriended each other and then that kind of stuck with it sometimes through the whole of Leeds and and then so I live with Tess now and then all of Newbie and Twist practically were, were my friends like from afar in uni that I didn't really ever collaborate with um but I love them and then Geo, like he, he I was in his band once with Luke Winter from Golden Mean, and we're all just this like big, I love them all, they're amazing, but it did take a long time to to actually get back to them in a way, because throughout uni, I was definitely more in my like little friendship group. And then I moved to London about four years ago, and I got invited to a party in this house that I'm in now. Um, and they were like, come to this party, like, it'll be really cool. I went there and I, I wasn't writing any of my mu- music. I I wasn't even like in that headspace. And then like three people in one night told me that I should work with Tom XL, which is my um my producer and my my best, like one of my good friends. Um and that was a bit of a sign. And then again, all all of my friends kind of weirdly now are all the leads crew that I wasn't friends with six years ago. So it's it's kind of weird, but I mm. love it.
0: so where was your head at when you first when you left uni
1: when I left uni I was I was trying to make like that other style at the AAS kind of thing work and then and then I just it the band broke up and I literally didn't ever I didn't want to do music I kind of felt like once you build so much passion and and, um, around one project and it goes away I kind of felt like I don't know what to do now like this that was my thing and I kind of talk about three years of doing absolutely nothing, um just did some like work in leeds and then and then eventually I kind of felt like, okay, come on, let's move to London but even then I, I took another year or two to just love London and enjoy it didn't have any kind of music um in my life really and and I had these songs that I'd written, but I didn't really think that were that good, and I didn't know if it were good enough and and then it was like a big cycle of never actually. Putting myself forward for it, Um, and then I started kind of doing some session work, and that's when I started to build my own confidence because I was, I started doing keys session work, which again was terrifying, but it made me realise, like through the artists I work with, that it's a very I saw their process and I saw that um, what was possible and what was what I was capable of, maybe a little bit as well, and then it it kind of all very much naturally came back into my life again really um it's all kind of stems from different places but i think the confidence was the was the thing that that made me actually you know go for it by myself mm.
0: is that something you would advise to people or at least try if they're not quite ready to sort of just have the sort of spotlight on them and be that like person in the front like sort of bearing yeah. everything to just get in some sessions like as a session musician and just yeah. immerse yourself in the industry a little more
1: I think I think so I mean for me like it happened because my friends were invited me in uh like so I I had a way that was quite safe like I, I can't really imagine going into like a professional like a real kind of top um London session you know but I I got invited into uh, um, a band by my friend and then a band came from that so it was very it felt very natural but I think it, it is good for building up your confidence on stage um, and realizing if you're comfortable being there and, and you know I I always love playing piano for people like that is a passion um, but sometimes I, I, I do worry about the tech side of things so whenever I'd be on stage I always loved writing but I used to kind of um yeah panic about getting things wrong a little bit, but it is a good a good way to start for sure, I think
0: was yeah. it generally like irrational in terms of like how often did things go wrong in comparison to how often you thought they were gonna you like worried about them going wrong?
1: things like practically never went wrong yeah it was it was all my kind of mind really i i think I think I had one experience on stage where I had a complete blank and that was the thing and in a weird way I'm I'm glad that I had it because it was the thing that makes me prepare now like really overly prepare um prepare on different keyboards prepare on different pianos and like really learn learn the material thoroughly you know and I think that's what I've learned is that you have to you have to like be confident in yourself that you've done enough work so then if something does go wrong you can like say to yourself, you know, I've tried my best, like I've done what I can and and there is human error. That's the reason why people get people to play, you know, to play instruments is I guess there's always that little kind of moment that could go wrong, but yeah, but it was, it was amazing. And and it it definitely pushed me into the the music scene again, you know? yeah. So
0: that was the sort of stepping stone for you starting to, Create your debut EP. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: What was that? What was that sort of decision process like? So Just I like, right, I'm ready to release my own music. Think, was it like a simple right? I'm ready now, or did you sort of? Were you sort of deliberating for a while?
1: I was. I I deliberate. I think about things a lot. Like so, I <laughs> so I definitely was. Um, I was basically. I went to the party here. I got told to work with Tom. I got a moment of courage and just emailed Tom. I was like, can I send you over my stuff? And he was like, yeah, 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 send it over. Never sent it to him. I definitely did not send it. And then three months later, he was like, where are you going to send me that music? And I was like, oh, okay, go on, do it. Sent it. And he liked it. And he loved it. He was like, yeah, let's work on it. Cool. And then still, I didn't really, if I'm really honest, have much like confidence in it actually going ahead. And then... It, and then I had this like I don't know I had this mad car crash like in I think I reached out to him just on that on a, in December and then I had this real big car crash on the year and um it was just like a motorway um tire pop and the car like spun out it was it was, Jesus. It, was it was it was really scary and it but it was, well, it was in
0: the car you were in or that happened yeah. the car into you wow it was the
1: car I was in and and it was like the day before New Year's Eve and and it all kind of like um happened but it but it definitely gave me like a very blinding moment of um just literally what have you got to lose um even if you put yourself out there and it it doesn't go right at least you can say that you've done it so that that's that's when my mindset changed and that's when everything then started to to happen you know
0: Wow. I wasn't expecting an answer that <laughs> Like, I'm an X
1: factor. I've got my, I've got my story, but it yeah. is, it's I always say that to people. I was like, it sounds really dramatic. Um, and it is, but it, but it was a hundred percent the thing that made me the anxiety of everything else just like went down so much because I'd already experienced this like insane moment that just put everything into, you know, into context. Wow, yeah.
0: yeah, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> I know it's pretty special in a weird way, but I think it's how you how you come how you see things is important, isn't it? So, yeah, I tried to yeah, see definitely. it in the best way I could.
0: yeah, so let's talk about the e p um I always forget if it's called outline or stepping into the light
1: moving into the light moving yeah. into
0: the light yeah, yeah, so it's one of those love for me is one of those lovely moments where obviously I received like so many music submissions. Mm. every day like emails and stuff and i always make sure i do listen to all of them because <laughs> every now and then an ep or a track like yours pops up and mm. it was just so good Aww. it's one of those ones where i was listening in a hurry sort of on the go not fully paying attention and as soon as mm. i click it's you can just tell It's like i was like wow and then the next Aww. track and then the next track and then the whole ep i was just like this is my. i think i posted i posted literally I think the yeah. next day. <laughs> yeah. Like one to watch.
1: <laughs> I love that
0: though. I was just so excited about it. Um yeah. so yeah, what was the like creative process like behind the EP? Um like the themes behind the tracks, things th- like
1: that. I think um in a weird way, like probably everything I've I've said like that that is the the kind of the ultimate. Um the EP was meant to kind of describe like there's obviously moments that they're all about, like it goes from kind of um, overcoming things to kind of relationships, and then into more like, um, like different sort of feels to it. But I think overall, it was about trying to move from a very kind of like, um, place where music wasn't even there into the stage of of releasing. And, and I do and I do think for many people there's there's, there's such anxiety about it. And there, and I think yeah, I think that's what I tried to make the EP about was try to make it feel joyful. Um, and like touch on some of the things that were difficult um but ultimately it's it's what I've got here so like um you'll stay down was like I just wanted that to feel like a big like joyful celebration of of everything that I've kind of come through um and it was all kind of based on um I had this like crazy dance class that I went to one time and it was this like a really fun class called like five rhythms and it's all very much about like improvised dance and like it's very free and... is it like
0: i don't know if you've seen, have you seen peep show
1: <laughs> it's like it's like that <laughs> and yeah, nice. it's totally like that and i i went in the first week and someone had said that i should go to it because he said it'll make you feel really free i make you feel great i was like cool i went the first week and came out like what what is that and then i kept on going back and then there was like this one session that I just like got fully into it. Didn't worry about the way I looked um, didn't get too aware of myself. And then I just, something literally lifted. And then I remember like when I was writing that song, it was, it was about that, that moment of just feeling like comfortable and, and not um, worrying about things. Yeah. So what,
0: what, which one is that? You'll stay down.
1: That You'll stay down. Yeah. So, so what's the,
0: yeah. what's the, like the title? relation to that because that sounds like yeah. the opposite
1: this is it it, it was about so in that moment like in that dance class there was definitely like a big burden on my in in me and, and it was like uh I guess something that I was really overcoming and that was the moment in the class where I just like started spinning and it was just like it literally lifted away from me and it was the, the idea of like the issue that I was feeling was, was then put to bed. It was like stay. Mm. it was staying where it should be. And then, um, and I have to move on from it. That was, that was how it was, but I wanted it to feel, I didn't want it to feel sad because the issue was sad, but also the, the way that when you overcome it and, and you move them steps towards kind of um, feeling more comfortable and um, it's, it was a night, a good, really good feeling. So it was kind of written around my five rhythms class. And I never, I went, I never <laughs> went back to it, though, after. Once, once I left, I, I...
0: Oh, no, I've got my song. See you later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's funny because I didn't even write the song after the class. That was, like, was five years ago. But when, when I wrote it, I was like, this is it. This is
0: it. Yeah, because it's got such good energy, that song. So it's so interesting to hear yeah. the, where it came from.
1: Me, like, you know, just feel, you know, improvising dance, which is... If I had have seen myself do it, like I'm sure it would have looked insane. But it maybe was-
0: after maybe after people listen to this podcast, there'll be a spike yeah. in uh,
1: registration goodness. for yeah
0: <laughs> these classes. Yeah, some aspiring, some <laughs> aspiring artists.
1: But I do I do think though, like that when you do something that is even like this, like I you know when you do something that is new and different, it sparks something. I don't know what, but I think whenever I've done something that has pushed my me um, mentally or whatever, it's it opens up a new opportunity. So that's my that's the reason why I sign myself up for like things that I'm like, hmm, is this going to be weird? I'm like, whatever, just do it. Mm-hmm. Just See what's try like. It. Why not? Just try it. Yeah. yeah Have you, you ever think... done it?
0: No. What the the rhythms, the vibrations <laughs> class? Yes. No, I haven't. No no i haven't i i have a, i have a a friend i know who um said he tried i can't remember the word for it but it's like laughing meditation mm-hmm. or something like that and you basically it's a gr- and you just you just like laugh and mm-hmm. then you collectively can't stop laughing yeah and he said it was amazing yeah um, he didn't sell me enough to go try it but yeah that's can
1: that's- you try it
0: the laughing one? or the Yeah, any of some...
1: them. Okay, Going I'll I'll, I'll,
0: I'll try something and get back to you. Because the new thing I tried this uh, lockdown is online chess, which isn't putting myself in a, <laughs> a new situation at all. But interestingly, <laughs> yeah. I heard Connor Albert uh, was on a live stream and he said that he got into playing chess in lockdown. So it's so funny to hear that I'm not the only one.
1: <laughs> Do you know what I got into? Mario Kart?
0: Oh, yeah. How have you only just got into that?
1: Because I don't, I don't tend to. I don't really like being on my phone much.
0: But oh, then okay, my, yeah. my
1: friends were like, "Come on, let's like join it." So I joined Mario Kart, and and the it, my like love for it only lasted about like a week. But when I loved it, I loved it so much, and I was like playing it every day. I was like, "Ria, come on, this is this isn't healthy for you for you <laughs> at all."
0: But just a super intense Mario Kart week. Yeah, and then
1: you're done. yeah, that's it. But it's yeah. It's funny, like the things that you do when you're, when you're kind of got nothing else to do, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like around the flat, there's just like remains of like origami <laughs> animals, like half finished paintings. It's have just, you? Like...
1: Have you? Do you make origami animals?
0: <laughs> no. So my girlfriend is on mm-hmm. furlough, and I've been super busy with work, mm-hmm. and I was just like suggesting things for her Aww. to do, and I was like, you should just get order like an origami set. Like yes. I th- yeah, I think it kept her entertained for like a, da- a, da- a day. Made <laughs> yeah, like a, peng- a penguin, and then she. <laughs> <so. laughs>
1: I love that. Like, I've still got my paints out. I'm like, I need to actually. There's so many things there at the beginning that that people said that they wanted to do, and then actually, like when it comes down to it, I tried. I tried painting like at one point, and then the actual just just keeping it up. But I did try a meditation. Mm uh my meditation 21 day like abundance one and that was great so I can send you that
0: which did you which do you use for what app
1: I think it was like it was it was something sent to me it was I think um it's a 21 day abundance and then you kind of join a whatsapp group and they sent you like the the little kind of audio clips and that was great because that that was like something new that I don't ever think I was um wanted to do before because my mind normally I just want to go to bed and not worry about it but um but it was really great but again I haven't done it again since so that's the problem with challenges is keeping it up once the challenge is finished
0: mm, yeah for sure no I'm yeah. a big believer in meditation as well but yeah it's yeah. just getting into the habit of it
1: for sure getting the habit of it I know yeah mm. so what
0: about the other um the other tracks on the EP because so, the, the the place where your Stay Down came from is so good. I want to dive into the <laughs>
1: dive, dive into the, the others. others. Yeah. So, so I guess um, outline was really that that was genuinely meant to be an interlude. So I wrote oh. that one, not expecting it to to do the best out of all the tracks. Like that that wasn't the the um I didn't think that would really happen. So I wrote that one. That one's a very much of like a um of a relationship type of track, and that was kind of about um i I guess like not basing your 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 kind of sense of self on um how you are in a relationship or how they see you in a relationship and it was kind of about um yeah, just seeing what you have because when i yeah like when i um when I wrote it, it was kind of from a place of trying to see that all the good stuff around me and and how I didn't need to kind of base any of that on how I was as a girlfriend or how i how I am. Um, you know things that were going wrong like my anxiety was just crazy around that time so when I got when I kind of broke the relationship off I was able to sleep again I was able to I was having dreams again and and interestingly I I got into music after that as well so there was like a moment of being like okay you've got to trust your gut and just go with what you um with what you already have in front of you so that one was written from that perspective but it was um yeah that was just me on the piano really in my room and and I think majority of the stuff we recorded kind of came from my little room in Hackney and then we just built the track around it and yeah that was that was really meant to be an interlude and it, and it did did better than in any of the other tracks so it was mm. quite interesting because I, I still don't really know what it was about it but um yeah interesting and then and then gold was um gold was actually one of my favorite tracks but it was yeah I love gold yeah and it it, I think it's because for me that one's all about the piano really I think melody and piano is like where I'm drawn to more so I think lyrics are really important and it's something that I'm remembering in my new new stuff is to have an intention and have a a clear point of view because I think you'll stay down and outline had a very clear lyrical message to it whereas Gold for me was much more of like um, a feel and uh, like an energy from from the track. Um, but I love like that one was the one that I've had for about six years. I've that, That's been demoed up for ages and I've just never oh. never did anything with it. So I kind of didn't want to change anything. I thought, you know what, this is great in its own right and it may not have as much kind of lyrical direction, but it's still, I love it for how it is, I guess.
0: So when you say you had it for six years, you what had the the chords, chords. the melody and the lyrics down or you had like pretty much the track down?
1: I had like the whole, um, the chords, melody, lyrics, everything kind of as a demo. And then it took quite a long time to find the right producer for it. Because I think a lot of people, it's got a lot of little chord changes in it. So a lot of people kind of wanted to strip it down, take stuff out and kind of um, make it a little bit more um, different style wise like a bit more electronic whereas I kind of knew how I wanted it to be and then when I met Tom he was like yeah just needs a bit of bass and a bit of drums and that's it's it's cool it's ready to go and I'd even like record all the final takes on piano because I'd done the whole thing really and then just sat on it for ages so I think Mm. for me like the EP feels really old in my ears because I've majority of it I've had for years just never, never released it yeah. So I was going
0: to say the the EP sounds so polished and yeah. sort of professional for like a for a debut EP it feels so considered. Do you think that is because yeah. you, the the songs have been has, has existed mm-hmm. as sort of skeletons and ideas for so long that you had yeah. such clarity on them but when it came to actually sort of finishing them up?
1: Yeah, I think Gold was the one that I had for ages and then I think Outline came um, second, then moving into the light was was more of like it's it's the album, it's the EP kind of title, but that one's more of a didn't really come out the way I wanted it to, but it but it definitely I loved parts of it, and and I was like, you know, you really have to like give it away now because it it completes the EP, and and it's um it's that's what it stands for really, and um, but I had to kind of let go of the things that didn't work in my mind with it. Um, more from a melody and chords kind of point of view um, and then You'll Stay Down was the last one that I had and I think I got sent a drum beat and then just one day like just bashed it out and it it came in 10 minutes so I think it was probably because it was a combination of stuff that I've had for like five years some some things that I've grafted to try like moving into light took ages to try and make it sit enough to feel comfortable in releasing it um, whereas Outline and You'll Stay Down came really quick Um so I think Hopefully, it sounds polished, and also because the musicians on it—I mean, I can't—I can't big them up enough, really. So, um, the musicians on it are incredible musicians in their own right. So, I think that's a lot of the reason why it feels so kind of tight. Um, but yeah, so we had. There's lots
0: of space as well. I think gold, especially like the use of space and your combined with your vocal for me anyway it's all just very very sort of healing and Yay. yeah you just really like sink into the tracks which I think yeah. is kind of kind of rare
1: I think I so I in uni like I although I was kind of going a bit off on one with the rock thing like I loved the I, I will never like I I loved them days so I don't regret them in any way because they feel you know I love them but I really did go on a different tangent on for quite a few years but then I studied Indian improvisation so we looked at like raga I I had my teacher was Jesse Bannister who's this incredible Indian um, uh, saxophonist and we we like studied like raga and how like to go around the melody and I think that's why I'm so I love my like the drone harmonies And, and for me like that sinking thing comes into like when I used to feel when we'd be doing like raga and it sometimes you know the the singers that would be performing for it you know were just incredible and they had this way of as soon as they locked in it was just so steady and perfect and I think that a lot of the decorational aspects have come from that because we used to study like these ways of kind of bending the notes and um and ways around things and trying to find different ways around a melody so i think that's also why i i have been known to ad lib a lot because mm. i can't really <laughs> stop myself
0: <laughs> that's so interesting are there any other artists off the top of your head that are like a good reference point to sort of listen to who you notice doing similar things
1: i i noticed it when maybe i think when i listened i went to watch lauren vula um with the live lso orchestra and and I I kind of got invited by a friend not really knowing a lot of her music and then when I when I heard the way she sings and and the string arrangement oh it was just incredible and there there's something about the way that the strings are formed around her voice that I really resonated with because I think that's a lot of the time I feel like the way I write, I hope to write with the sound in mind. It's not as much from a, like as a vocalist, I feel like I do have limitations with my with my power and my range sometimes. So I tend to write more of like a feel and the way that Lauren Vula arranges um, and composes is incredible. So she's definitely one of my inspirations. And um, obviously Robert Glasper is, he transformed, like when I went to uni as a classical player um I remember I didn't actually know any knowledge of the notes so even even now like I wrote gold and I had to get um one of my friends Joy Alice she's an amazing piano player she had to like transcribe it for me and tell me what I was playing so I I know the kind of base of the chords, but I don't really know the theory of it so I think yeah I think whenever I listen to Glasper that's why I don't really call myself a piano player because I'm like I just yeah I just love him so
0: you, so, were you self-taught or you had lessons
1: I had lessons yeah I, I always went from like a classical sheet music point of view so mm-hmm. I always went from very much like um I was quite good at reading and then when got someone you. would say like play a g11 with a something something I'd be like cool I literally don't know what that is so <laughs> I, I almost felt like I got to uni and then felt instantly like not able to to play because I, I all I knew how to do was to read um and how to like try to I was always good at with emotion but I was never really good at chords so um even it's now because
0: there's people there's probably people out there who think like they're a bit of a fraud because they don't yeah. read the sheet music and it's funny you're saying it the other way around
1: 100% because <laughs> when I when I hear like my you know my friend Luke like he he just sits at the piano for hours and can just you know he knows all the theory, and he just goes around and it's so beautiful to play. whereas for me, a lot of the time, honestly, i I fall onto things that I love, and I think, well, okay, I love how that sounds, and it's much more of a feel thing um over my actual knowledge, so I mm. think that's
0: yeah, to be fair, so many artists, well, my favorite artists and mm. people I see on online and stuff, I've heard so many of them talk about that their theory is mm. awful, like or non-existent so yeah yeah it's, it's it's always interesting to hear yeah what sort then, of learning process they've gone through
1: yeah and I think I think there's like a lot of there's a lot of amazing amazing things that I, I think I'm massively inspired by vocals of of all genres really like when I heard you know sometimes you you hear like gospel tracks and there's a guy called Trey McLaughlin who who does these incredible arrangements of of gospel tracks and the way he arranges just blows my mind so I think I'm I'm more drawn to like that arrangement idea and like how to how to create using loads of voices but I still haven't really figured out how that's going to work live um Mm. but I like to write with that as as my like base I, I think think the same way but I had to think about it in sections so I was like my first thing was write it create it as soon as if anyone said talk to me about marketing or labels I'd be like I don't want to talk about it like all I want to focus on is creating it and that's all I could kind of think so I think in a weird way I created it and then I started having the conversation about the artwork and then after that I started having the conversation because I think I'm a bit of a perfectionist so I think that that may have um, stung me a little bit in the beginning because I wanted to really take my time with it and not rush anything so I got when I got the actual it took about six months to kind of because we did like a weekly session it took that amount of time to pull it all together and then it, I think I released it in the like he was it a year later it was quite a long time ago later because I had to wait for everything else and the money to to actually pay for videos and I paid all my musicians obviously that played on the the EP everyone got paid like and and I was always really proud of it but it just took a lot longer to create of course because I had to find the money in in, in a way um and then eventually when I had it I was going to go to labels and then I thought you know what I've spent so much money on it and I've done it all so kind of naturally without any pressure that I ended up going with my friend Hannah and we released um through her account on AWOL and then um and I thought, you know, what, that's great because then again, it's on our terms. We, we we figure out this, the release dates and at least it gets out into the universe because I think already I was starting to move on and I didn't want to release it anymore. So mm-hmm. then, then it was a case of, okay, I need to do this quick and I can't wait a year for a label or, you know, I didn't have any following. No one really knew me. So I thought, let's just, um, let's just go for it and release it and see see how it goes and and they, they've been great AWOL's been great um they've kind of yeah, got, I've
0: heard only good things about AWOL
1: yeah models. they're just they're just like very communicative and then they've also they got playlisting that that all I, I can't I don't really know what happened with that but I know that they they got me posted on a few things so I think they do it all in-house um and then it just meant that I was like in control which I think for my first release I really really didn't want any pressure in any way to to you know visual style wise any kind of like marketing I didn't want any kind of stress because I think for me just just getting it out into the world was my biggest kind of um anxiety I guess so the, art,
0: the artwork looks looks great how involved were you with that
1: she she's so cool so that's my friend Martin and she she, um, so she kind of is a photographer for like a lot more of the kind of heavier bands. So she used to work with Casey and a lot more of that kind of um, like darker sounding like metal sort of kind of sound. And she, she was recommended to me and I went, oh God, there's a real, there's a real story about this as well. I've got so many stories. I feel like I'm like, yeah. so i
0: the more stories, the better.
1: It's really embarrassing. It was a story, but I, I basically went to Southampton to shoot with her. And again, like this, I was building it up so much in my mind. I got all my outfits. It was a really nice day. I went to Southampton, shot with her through the day, had the best time, um, but obviously like the anxiety from it was a little bit much. So I kind of left the shoot and I was in Wagamama, like eating and then I just like had this moment where I got like crazy vertigo and just like, nearly fell on the floor. And then long story short, ended up in like A, like from Wagamama. And then just um just I think I got like, is it called um labyrinthitis? And I think I'd sure. somehow like managed to like give myself this like crazy vertigo. It was really like not very well. And then ended up having to get the train home in the morning, like with my shoot top on. Like, and it was really sad. Cause I think I think in the beginning I just wish that I had of like just relaxed more but everything was so anxiety provoking that I just had like a mad panic attack after it um and I texted her just being like I'm in I'm in the hospital and and she was like Rhea like what happened I was like I was eating, oh, no. and then I ordered my dessert and then next thing you know I nearly fell over and it was just like <laughs> it was a weird day but yeah so it's all, it's all part of it I guess yeah wow yeah but um but she's amazing and then she kind of just did a magic with it and she just said to me I don't want you to look at the camera like I just want you to be in the moment with me and then I'll send you loads of stuff and then that was it was never really intended to be the artwork of the of EP it just sort of ended up becoming that because it was so good yeah and she's um she's amazing but we've got another shoot planned we we were meant to have it and then obviously lockdown happened so when that all kind of eases up we can hopefully um create more together as well
0: nice yeah, yeah. so looking yeah. ahead at the future what's what is next for you musically um mm,
1: this this yeah, what's, year what's,
0: is... on, what's on your radar obviously mm. things have been
1: <laughs> sort Weird. of messed
0: up for everyone and you can't really plan ahead yeah too well I mean lots of people are putting on gigs in October fingers crossed I guess yeah
1: yeah,
0: what's what are you thinking
1: my my focus is very much of like a um I'm gonna I was meant to do a gig obviously with with you guys and then I was meant to feature with new bean twists like one of my friends because I'm I'm collaborating with them on their album that's coming out in September and then so we had a few things planned but and then there was I think because of everything that's happened, like I always feel like they'll they'll come back around when they're meant to, but I'm not gonna put a date on it because I feel like mm. that I just would prefer not to and just to kind of focus on what I can do. And I think the collaboration thing, like when I first started, my idea was to at least have the project that you love out. So then when you're trying to collaborate with people as a writer, you can send them somewhere that you feel passionate about. So fortunately that has kind of opened up. So I've got the collaboration leaving twist and then there's a few like in the pipeline that are happening with, with like very different projects which I love um so that's my idea and I also really want to I want to be a producer I want to like push myself to to produce as well um nice. so that's my focus this year is like can I now try and like take the time positively and and start to produce my my own stuff or at least contribute to the process. So I can um, have a bit more knowledge, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do you, is that idea.
0: part of the sort of the control aspect? Do you like to have control over lots of, <laughs> as much as possible? <laughs> yeah, not in a bad way. I, I speak to quite a few artists, and they say, like, <laughs> yeah, they like to, yeah, not so much control. I think they like being able to, yeah, play, play a part in 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 all of it.
1: Definitely. I, th- I think when I first started, I, I kind of went with my piano songs and the vocals and I thought I said, OK, they, there we go. And then and then Tom had to kind of work a, a lot with it. I think whereas the more I got a bit more confident in myself, the more I the more I realized that I, I definitely have an idea of what I want it to sound like, because a lot of the demos sound the way that the track does. So I think it's more about um, trying to have more to contribute, because I think especially with with like drum beats I I think I'm quite good with the piano and the vocal but then as soon as it becomes into like creating beats and trying to like like match things and make see what sounds good um I still think I'll always go for live musicians so I'm I'm sure that that'll always stay the same but I think it's just knowing um how to like contribute to help instead of just being like that sounds good and then not knowing what it is that you like about it and I'd like to have a bit more, um, focus and there's like amazing female producers like Liz Lawrence and, you know, Emma V and so many cool people doing great stuff that you kind of feel quite inspired to, Mm -hmm. to try. Um, yeah. And, and I obviously write for other people as well. So I think realistically production is the thing that holds me back because I have to have a producer. And I think there's always part of me that thinks like I have to be self-sufficient if, you know, whatever happens with people move on and people get different projects and you want to make sure that you can still create even if, um, you know, you're in a position where the, I don't know, like you, you're you not able to create with your producer or anything like that. So I want to be like self-sufficient.
0: Mm. Can, you, can you see potentially the producing taking your music in a different direction sound wise? It's sort of like Maybe. there's all these like shiny new things yeah like all oh, like I could use all these like yes. effects and synths and are you open and willing to go in like completely new direction
1: I'm ready like I I think for me like I I did love like I love um I love all types of music, but I definitely do have a soft spot for like um, Sonic Youth and The Distillers, and I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to go there. But there's something that I love about the the grittiness about it, mm. and um, and I know what I'm like. And as soon as I get on piano, because I'm always writing from piano, the music tends to have like a a real kind of soft um, feel about it. And I wanna wanna switch it up a bit because I think that when you're writing on that instrument, it always feels like my vocals go going that way. So I want to make sure that it has like the live show has got like loads of different elements to it. Um, but already the the stuff I've got for the album is like really different to what I've written, but it's more like fun and very much more trying to get like people dancing and you know, less rear as a calm, you know, vibey. People what do people say? Smooth. Smooth, like I love, I love it. But there's also like you wanna make sure that there's like other tracks that can shift that up a little
0: bit yeah that's what's perfect about you'll stay down it just gives the ep that yeah that
1: edge yeah but yeah, people yeah. still say it's calming and i'm like okay <laughs> i'm gonna have to like really yeah someone someone described it as like really calming and i was like cool i i think it's just i think i can't get away from it
0: oh that's interesting yeah that one's yeah. not calming for me that one's like Yay. super energetic
1: <laughs> good i love that so that
0: is so you've just got a new iMac is that yes. that's all linked to your production journey. You're about to back on,
1: yeah, it is. And I'm, I'm like I'm like scared for myself to be on it, but I'm I'm excited to like try. But I've um, there's obviously like quite a lot of funding like going on because of of um COVID, and there was a PRS one which was for like sustaining creativity, and I got that, which is really cool. So I'm I'm gonna own my first pair of speakers, which is really exciting. And then I've got a new interface and a new microphone. Um, and it's just really cool because I get to I get to have the things. Like before I had my Mac that was a, a five-year-old Mac and it just never had storage on it. And it was always flashing up with like, you don't have space, you don't have space. And then I never wanted to touch it. I thought, okay, leave it. And then when I got the funds and I thought, okay, this is the the best time to get it because I've got so much time. And I also know so many amazing people that can help me with with it. And I do find that when people love production, they do love talking about it, um, which is great because now I can kind of like, you know, use this time in a, in a really positive way. Um, but yeah, that's the plan. I
0: was going to say, is your go-to going to be like people you know, or you're going to be sort of digging through like YouTube tutorials and things like that or just all the above?
1: I, I did like my little logic course. I did a logic course last year um, in Goldsmiths and that was really fun. And and that was kind of like more covering like MIDI and all that kind of thing. But I, I definitely do prefer, I like a lesson and I like, I like the interaction. So the YouTube video thing doesn't appeal to me super, but I, I, loads of my friends have said, Ria, all you need to do is go on YouTube and you'll find what you need. Um, but there are loads of people like, that's one thing since this has happened is i do i don't know wherever you find this but people are like helping people more like even with mm. jordan rakai and he's doing his like songs from is it songs from nothing and then
0: hey, how good were they
1: <laughs> so cool and then, and then you're doing your like you know some my soul podcast so there's loads of like help at, which i love at the moment it's kind of encouraging to to see people show that what they're doing and their methods and then you also kind of like can see if there's anything that you do already that is what people are doing and you, it makes you feel a bit more confident about it as well mm. but yeah do you like doing workshops
0: the workshops yeah um it was so it's the first time I'd done anything like that and yeah I liked it I really liked it I love the fact that before lockdown I was planning on doing like a marketing workshop for artists yeah. in London mm-hmm. in like a it could have been like a meeting room with like I don't know, 10, 20 people or something max, yeah. realistically. But wow. because of lockdown, it ended up being like people from all over the world were on it. It was like wow. I think there was like forty-five people in each one or something, like nearly a hundred people. Like so that was great. It was such an eye opener. It's like, wow, like yeah. if this had never happened, mm-hmm. there would have been like ten people from London. And that's obviously that's not fair, like opportunity yeah. wise to so many people. And yeah. So yeah, it was great. It was a real eye eye opener. Um and yeah people seem to enjoy it. I felt quite weird just talking to sort of a screen for I love that long it. but yeah I don't know yeah I loved it another one soon
1: I think it's it's great because like you I do think that um certainly for like a lot of creative for me anyway I felt like my my journey with the EP was from a very creative point of view it was like create it get the artwork do everything that you can do but the the marketing side of it like I that was totally new to me and that and that's that's always been like my biggest stress really because you because you're always the idea of posting every day like I I, isn't really my vibe but then when you when you like do them little hints of how to kind of engage more and just like seeing doing stuff that you can already do and you enjoy to do and filming it is less stressful than like selfies you know which obviously I don't really like to do that much yeah Yeah,
0: well it's, it's just got it's got like obviously there's so many good things about social media, but it's just not something yeah. like marketing is just something artists didn't have to, used to worry about. And now it's yeah. like, I find it, I'm not, I'm not like an artist, but I find it frustrating that like artists are forced to be like marketers. It's like, yeah. like like music's their thing. Like,
1: yeah.
0: And that you're, you're forced to like, and you could be at a disadvantage over someone who's like amazing at like social media. And that just seems, I know. it's know. I don't know artists have to do so so yeah. much and yeah it's, yeah it's, it's a like lot. whole
1: the whole thing isn't it and I think I think that a lot of people like once they've made it the and and also it's like how to um put yourself across like because I feel like when you speak to someone they get an idea of, of like who you are and and that's always in my mind like people that know me well they know that my intention is good and I've you know they've but it's really hard like when you are posting just being trying to be mindful of that And I think I do find that like since being on socials, like since it's all happened, it feels a lot more like genuine from people. Mm. Um, Just because people are trying to make people feel lifted or they're trying to educate people or um, influence. You know what I mean? It feels a little bit more level because I guess everyone's just in the same boat for once. So it it feels, um, yeah, it feels quite like everyone has the same worries about the gigs or about the the job and the living or there's a lot of um positive stuff going on I think as well just nice definitely
0: yeah Yeah. I'm hoping all that sort of stuff will just continue sort of in the future and this will be like a a reality check
1: yeah for everyone not not just like a novel
0: thing where like oh it was lockdown, so everyone was nice to each other
1: that's it. I know. I think like, like a lot of my friends, like I, I'm very much always inspired by like my friends. Cause they're all like amazing. Like they're all doing such, such cool stuff. And like, I think that that's what I've felt is it feels like really supportive and, you know, there's like ego and tests and judge refresh. There's so many cool people doing such amazing things that it's a, it's really nice here in their projects during this time as well. Cause it, mm. it definitely, um, you can become very kind of, like, closed off, can't you, in your little house, and then, you know, but it's it's nice that people are, like, creating amazing content that is so much fun. I'm trying to do, like, a live video of You'll Stay Down, which is, like, oh, nice. it's really fun. Like, I've got it all, but I could never, like, I got it everything, and everyone was recorded the part. Then I got my little MacBook thing out, and then it was, like, you can't download this because you've got no space and your i. you know. it's I <laughs> oh, no. So so I was like, right, well, sweet. I don't, I can't do that. So I was gonna now say you've got you no, such got a it. good setup. Yes. Like now I'm excited, but because I can actually put the video together. But I was just kind of waiting. Because even the you know, Johnny and Tom, everyone was like sending me their videos. I couldn't even download them because my Mac is just saying no, just saying never. So oh, it'll no. be exciting. You're gonna see editing from Rhea. I'm gonna try edit and see how it looks
0: oh nice video video editing music (laughs) production yes put it all on smash
1: i know (laughs) i hope so but then you know i I definitely haven't tried doing it yet so i've i'm not gonna like big myself up (laughs) (laughs) wait and see yeah i know
0: fair enough (laughs) and then what about your you mentioned collaborations with people in the pipeline Your. Album, have you already started working on it?
1: I've got like I've got six tracks already. Um, and then I've got four new ones that I really love. But I'm just it's it's like taken like hmm, how long? I'd say about a month for me even to like play them again. Because I think I'm very much of a in the moment kind of person. Sometimes a lot of the time I write, it's like past midnight, and that's the time when I choose to, to play my piano. So like now I'm kind of working on them other four tracks and then the idea is that when when it's safe to then I'm gonna get all the musicians in a room and then just start to bring it together but I I want it to feel like I think the tracks I've already got are a little bit more electronic because they were aiming aiming to be played at the gig um that we were planning in June so the ones that I'm writing at the moment we will do
0: that. we'll get that back yes. in the diary We'll just wait
1: <laughs> I love that because we've got the perfect yeah. venue like yeah. I love that venue, so it's I think for me like I, when I met you um for coffee before, like we decided to do the gig like it's all about working with people that you that you feel comfortable with, especially if you're a bit of a nervous nervous person, so I think um doing the first gig with you guys would be it's, it's perfect, but yeah, so I think as soon as we can i'm going to get the boys down to the um, recording studio and get it all tracked so I'm really excited for and that.
0: why why um why album
1: mm, good question yeah. ask
0: this, whenever someone makes an album because I feel like this day and age mm. not that it's like a lost art like people are still making albums but yeah. the, the, the sort of proper album where it's like yeah it's like there may, might be an intro track or interlude, or it's like a full long body of work yeah I feel like lots of people are like churning out singles eps and stuff to like I don't know whether it's to
1: get
0: into the spotify algorithm or just like release regularly or what but like yeah i always think it's like an interesting decision like why why an album why did you decide to create an album
1: i think like i think for me it comes down to like i want to i want to have a physical copy of what i i've made and i think with the ep i wasn't really able to do that because of just because I did what I could and I I did what I could afford and and that that's what it was and I was really proud proud of it um but I also felt like with the next projects I just wanted to feel like um I'll probably include a few of the tracks from the EP anyway um and the plan is is just to make it um like a full body that I can get the vinyls in and and get the get the match because for me like I'm very much of like a I love the art side of things and I love creating and, and having the the artwork but I think it's it's that that's the bit that costs quite a lot of money as well so it's um it's more of a the body of like this is what I've created. That's, I created that I want to have that and have the um did I don't know really I think I think more from like a music point of view as well like I've I've all my friends have released albums, and you hear them, and you think, "God, you really get a sense of like what the who the person is." And having like a theme for the album, so I'm very much like in a thing now, trying to create a point of view with it, and trying to make it really fun and give people um, a bit more insight, a bit more truth. Because I think, if I'm being really honest, I, I feel like with the EP, I, I kind of said what I wanted to say, but I also kind of like tried to make it really cryptic because I didn't want to talk about what the songs are about, maybe. <laughs> so I was like, if I say. there was definitely that in my mind is I didn't really want to like have the conversation about um, totally about what the songs are about at that time. So I'm kind of feeling more confident to, to have them conversations now, I think.
0: So it's like a a deeper dive into deeper dive. Yeah,
1: Maybe. I mean, I think, I think it's about, I I really want to feature other people though, because I feel like um, I've got so many amazing friends around me that that's my, hope is that I can get as many of them on it as I can and just celebrate them and and because I do think that I can just feel as all all the friendships that we've got we all just like really support each other and it's a it's a beautiful thing so I think if I can get them on mine it's it's a nice way as well to to show them off really that's why I want to do the the you'll stay down video because they're amazing they're just yeah they're all doing such cool stuff it'd be nice, nice. to show them off we're
0: very excited for the album because that is, yeah, I was I was gonna say that EP. I wish I could have it, a physical copy of it. So yeah, it's cool that some of those tracks will be on the album.
1: I'm planning to like lift a few and then I also want to do um like you'll sit down for me. I'll I'll do I want to do like a, a different arrangement of it and kind of I, I really want all my life live is where really where I, I feel like I come alive a little bit. Um so I feel like I can't wait to rearrange it for that setting and just make it kind of really fun um and I want to get some like beautiful male vocals because I feel like yeah I'm very a lot of my stuff is quite low as well so I feel like I'd quite like to get a few guys featured on there as well um but yeah it should be it should be good I feel positive about it because I think like it's just all everyone's creating for the joy of creating at the moment it feels and there's also no pressure right now to to create to create anything for for a there kind of is like a, like a, what's it called? Like a goal of like what you want to create, but there isn't really that pressure of the timeline. And I think before I was like very much like, hey, okay, I'll, rec- I'll record it in June. I'll just do this and that. And this has just made me sit back and go, okay, have I made these songs the best that I can? Probably not. So let's just like pause and take my time. Mm. Yeah. Everything's been very slow with me, but I like it. It feels <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very exciting. What are your plans? my plans yes
0: oh I don't know really more podcasts Mm -hmm. Mm, I just miss yeah I just miss events really it's so got to the point recently I was like just run an Instagram page (laughs) it's like and I was sort of like what like what what What? actually like is this yeah um see I just want to push with the podcast more and yeah I've been toying with the idea of like YouTube like YouTube videos and things like that every time so there's every time I look up anything to do with like music marketing or sort of like planning a release any sort of content related to helping artists on YouTube yeah it's like the most ridiculous videos with a headline so like double (laughs) your like Spotify streams (laughs) in like 10 minutes yeah or like you don't like you have to read this before you like release your next track and it's all just like yeah this like super crazy clickbait exactly and they always just want the artists on the back end to sign up for some yes. course or I yeah. don't know. It's just it's, it's just not. It's not very. None of it's very honest. None of it feels very honest anyway. So I don't know. Yeah. Hope just maybe some helpful yes honest content online. On I love that. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. I think
1: you should. I, I'm pushing for it. I I think because for me, like the idea of even asking someone questions, like you, I feel like I'd get really worried about that like because i can imagine it's different from every person that you talk to especially over zoom because you're mm. kind of with them but virtually so i think yeah i reckon you should definitely go for it yeah and i still yeah. am waiting for you know the post about you i want you
0: to i'm just not gonna you. do i'm just not gonna do that <laughs> can you post... do like
1: a cribs like show people around your house and like Abs- just like that'll be fun
0: absolutely not no <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just compost everywhere. (laughs) Just compost all in the garden. Really, my girlfriend's furlough life has just evolved into being obsessed with the garden. What
1: she she started doing, just making loads of like.
0: She's just basically gutted, like gutted it. It's completely bare, and she's put loads of compost. And yeah, she's just going to fill it with flowers, I think, which will be lovely. So I can't complain.
1: (laughs) This is like the the funny thing, though, because I had the same thing of when I was trying to like save my plant and I was like trying to like sort it out and then I did it all and I thought oh I've got new compost and then and then again it's that thing of like I don't know why we're all getting very I'm already a plant person anyway but people are really getting into it and then you can't find anything online anyway so it's all a bit stressful and then you realize that you've got to spend a tenner on on soil and you yeah. think why am I doing that I can't afford that like why am I buying yeah. soil for 20 quid you know yeah it's very it's true I think.
0: Yeah, it's so funny the things you end up like desperate to buy. I did not yeah. anticipate all the things I'd be desperate to buy this lockdown. What, have you,
1: what was one of the things that you got and you were happy that you got?
0: Oh, fresh yeast. Fresh what? yeast. Fresh yeast. Oh. Um, all, black pepper. <laughs>
1: really? Like,
0: never worried about black pepper in my life. No. Never, never run out of it. It's just one of those things you just <laughs> take advantage of. Exactly. And then it's like, having no black pepper it was just like sh-
1: stress no what happens when good? you don't have the pepper <laughs> Like,
0: yeah
1: i love that yeah, I don't so, like what
0: yeah so overall to summarize i can't complain <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's been the that's been the, the, the stressor
1: yeah you've got a nice garden you've got all the bread making facilities and you have yep. the pepper so that's what we we are taking from it yeah i like can't
0: that. complain yeah so before before um you go just a couple of quick fire yeah questions (gasps)
1: okay
0: um who is your dream collaboration
1: um i think her because i love her and she's um yeah she's amazing
0: nice okay um tiny desk concert or colors
1: colors because my friend was on it james victory because he was yeah i said colors
0: your friends are James Vickery?
1: well yes and I, I don't know this
0: i feel like i didn't know this
1: so yeah because i weirdly one of when i was when i was in my session musician days i played keys for him hilariously ah. on like a, on like a video i'll send you it um oh wow
0: so you you've got to hear him sing like yes. right up close yes i'm, I'm very jealous
1: and we, <laughs> and we um i yeah there's a song that he did oh what's the um I uh, can remember the. I'll, I'll send you it. And yeah, I was playing keys on the track, and then on on this like little live video, and he's just lovely. So it was really cool watching him do that and just get you know people buzz around him. It's it's really surreal because I even yeah. like when I was when I was teaching, and a few of the kids were like, "Have you seen this?" I'm like, "I know him." You know, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So I'd say colours for that reason because I've seen um the good it's done for him. You know, it's cool to see.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, if you were saving one record from a burning building
1: record is in an album or a, like a oh, I would still go for my Kate Bush album I'd still go for it because that was that reminds me of like dancing to babushka in 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 you know when I was like six or yeah so I'd say my Kate Bush album
0: nice and lastly if you had to move to another country
1: Ah. Oh. This is changed, tra- oh, it's changed a little bit now, but I really wanted to go to Brooklyn a little bit. Um, I, I went, when I went, we, we went there on tour. I was playing with a guy called Almond Brown and we went, we played in the rough, the rough trade place in, in Brooklyn. And oh, I wicked. felt, I just like felt like it was me. Like I, I, when I went, I had the fashion and the, you know, and it just felt like it was where I was meant to be really. So I think when, my plan is, is like when obviously everything lifts, and when it's safe, I just I'd love to kind of like I'll just go and see if that would even be an option. But in my in my um, I do like an every year I do like a, a board of like things I want to achieve. And Brooklyn really was actually on there to live there. But obviously the world had other plans, but we <laughs> but we go with we trust it, you know.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yes. <laughs> OK, well, have you um, in terms of what people should look out for? What's the next thing? that should be on people's radar and in terms of what you're putting out. Is it your your video?
1: I'd say my video because I'm, I'm it's gonna be the it's the probably like the thing that's taken a lot of time um, to make, but I'm proud of it because it it shows off the beautiful musicians and the collaborations coming new being twist will be really cool um I have to go wait for my microphone to record final vocals for that, and then I've got some some kind of cool collaborations coming through. So I just want to um this kind of focus on them, and then my album will be hopefully finished by the end of the year. So then I'm going to try and move with that and give it a bit more, you know, a bit more of a, a platform this time, hopefully to really kind of get it into more people's ears. So yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. Look out for the you'll stay down video because it's going to be. Um, potentially bad i don't know how it's gonna look so it could be fun
0: <laughs> yeah okay
1: yeah yes.
0: well i look all I, well, I look forward to watching it um, Yeah. been an absolute pleasure chatting with you Aww. and yeah but any, anyone listening if you haven't listened to uh ria moran yet please please do
1: yes that'd be amazing yeah it's cool. been beautiful but thank you so much for talking to me i hope that i haven't rambled
0: no absolute pleasure Thanks i look much. forward to speaking to you soon
1: yes See you soon.
0: See you.